0: Indy Radio presents The Spotlight, internet radio show, season 14. The program that puts the spotlight on independent content creators. Each week, our hosts bring to you entertaining and thought-provoking episodes. This is your home for news about television, film, gaming, and much, much more. Join us live here every Wednesday as we bring to you interviews and biting commentary. And now, your hosts, Jen and Kim K. Okay, there was so much wrong with that intro. One is, this is season 15. Two, it doesn't say Olaf. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's not the uh, correct intro, so I'll have to fix that. But anyway. <laughs> Well, well you, you did
1: have me first, so that was actually really awesome. Thank you, Kinte.
0: Well,
2: you've been
1: waiting for this moment for a long time.
2: And, well, you know what? Hey, you didn't have me in there. I'm out
0: of here. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious.
1: I'll do my best Olaf impression as we go through.
0: Right, right, right.
2: Whoa, that good. that's a tall, tall order to fill. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: I'm this, sorry, go ahead, Kente. <laughs> this is episode 263. And um, man, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff on this show. Uh, we're not gonna be on terribly long, but uh I just wanted to it's been a while since we've done the show, and um starting next Tuesday, we'll get on a regular schedule. So I said, you know what, let's have fun and just kind of talk. So of course I have with me here I have both Olaf. Hey. hey. And of course Jen. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. So man, 2019 is uh oh, is that your gun? <laughs> <laughs> no, one me. Uh, oh, no. All right. 2019 is shaping up to be an interesting year. Uh so much is going on this year in the world of uh of entertainment. Uh you have uh some major uh, you know films coming out uh you have a series that a lot of us really love is going and saying goodbye uh, this year as well and uh some shows are coming back as well and uh it's shaping up to be an interesting 2019. um so we're gonna talk television a little bit later but i wanted to start off in the film in film um this year, um, some in- there's going to be some uh, more interesting films coming out. Uh, you have uh, uh, Endgame coming out, and you know uh, Avengers Endgame. A lot of people are looking forward to that. And actually, you know what? Let me pull up a list for you guys of movies that of 2019. We'll have a graphic to show. All right, so. I'm going to pull it up, this graphic. We're using Google. We have Captain Marvel is coming out. We have Alita Battle Angel, which we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, That's coming out as well. Uh, Or it's out. I'm sorry. It just came out. Uh, We have Aladdin. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Toy Story 4. Another X-Men film. Uh, Glass, which already came out. Uh, and Star Wars at the end of the year, and, and you know there's more stuff. Another Spider-Man film, Dumbo, The Lion King. I mean, it's it's gonna be a big year. The Joker film, Godzilla. You know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, the Hobbs and Shaw movie comes out this year. Uh, Rocket Man, Pet Cemetery as well. And uh, let's see, anything else? Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm, Interesting. All right, so let's go back to the beginning of the year. Uh, I did get a chance to see Glass. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys see Glass at all? No,
2: I haven't
0: seen that one. And what about you? I
1: did. I did.
0: Okay, so we're we're not going to spoil anything tonight, but um, I'll say... I saw Glass. I was very disappointed in Glass. I didn't really enjoy it, and I'm actually rooting. I'm one of those people who actually roots for M Night Shyamalan, you know, because I think he's talented. He's he's extremely talented, but
2: did after you saw the movie, did it did it leave you feeling half full or half empty?
0: I definitely have empty.
1: Shattered. Uh, shattered. The correct correct answer is shattered.
0: Shattered, yes. I mean, what a great setup for a third film, you know? And it was squandered. Maybe he needed another 20 years you know in between the films
1: no you you know wait wait i i liked it i i did mm-hmm. I, I i can't say that i loved it i mean i mm-hmm. you know wasn't going to go pay to see it again but right. i did like it it was fun it did have some really interesting moments I, and again it's hard to even say anything without spoiling it so i won't say anything specific but i will say that there was a lot of really cool little character twists and turns which I did like a lot what 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 I feel like was sort of happening though <clears throat> is a little bit like what I felt like with some of the other M. Night Shyamalan movies where it, it just it feels like his heart isn't in it at all mm. like like what could have been sort of grand and you know just one more little pop would have made it so much better it's like yeah okay Go ahead. We'll just do this. Like you know, I could almost imagine him just sort of like initialing lines of dialogue, going, "Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, all right, all right, that's good enough." And and it just it felt like it needed more, but it wasn't bad. It was I I definitely don't think that I wasted my money to go see it. I felt like it was definitely worth watching, and it was worth watching on the big screen. It felt it did feel big enough to watch on the big screen.
0: Yeah. Well. I, I didn't quite enjoy it. I was disappointed. Maybe a, a second view, like on cable, I'm not going to pay to see it again, but a second view, maybe I'll, now that my expectations are a little, are, are lessened, uh, I'll maybe I'll enjoy it on a second view. Probably not. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was definitely, I mean, I suggest people should see it, especially if you like Split as well as Unbreakable. But yeah. So, but you know, it's funny though, is if you put all the titles together, because they're all one word titles, you have, well, you know what, what what is, if you make, if you make it into one title, all those titles together, what do you got?
1: Split unbreakable glass.
0: No, you got unbreakable split glass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now see, now see, this feels like a glass is half empty. Versus a glass is half full argument.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, the movie's in order. I know.
1: Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay.
0: okay. My bad, I should clarify that's what I was going for. But...
1: I, I thought I thought you were trying to make... I thought I was trying to... Or... I really thought I was supposed to be, like, you know, edgy about it.
0: <laughs> but... Apparently not. If you take away the middle film, you just got Unbreakable Glass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, Which... Which arguably you almost could have had. We almost could have not had split and it almost would have just made as much sense.
0: Right. I mean,
1: we almost didn't need to even have split in the middle for uh, glass to make sense. If we had just seen Unbreakable, it still would have made sense, I feel like. But you know who else was really good? Uh, Sarah was she was really good in that movie.
2: Mm, it w- it would it would have awesome. your whole it would have shattered all your expectations though
0: <laughs> uh there i mean there are so many like i forgot that it chapter two is coming out as well yeah um john wick three you know i mean it's it's a lot of movies that i'm looking forward to to seeing uh and i'm sure there's some movies in uh in between as well there was a movie that i did oh and I, the Irishman too, uh, looking forward to that as well, uh, I, you know. But
1: also, 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 just a plug for Robert the Bruce also comes out, which I know everybody is just gonna run to go see. Oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yes. Well, I will anyway. And the
0: okay. untitled Annabelle film too. We might as well throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> Robert the Bruce and
1: well, R- Robert the Bruce has Zach McGowan, so that's oh,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: All roads lead back, not <laughs> to. <laughs> All roads on their own. They live, Yeah, they go right back to Zach McGowan. If you don't uh-huh. know who Zach McGowan is listen, uh, Google him.
1: Listen, you, you, <laughs> ha- you at least have to give me partial credit for being so tenacious. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, some people would say even stalker issue. If
1: it. <laughs> some people. <laughs> All right, Kinte. Yeah,
0: you, yeah. You're gonna be on the spinoff of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, this. There's another film I saw this year. Um, a co- uh, about a week ago. It's called Serenity. I don't know if you guys seen that one.
1: Oh, I didn't see that, but I did hear some pretty interesting things about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people hated it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I mean, it was cool. You know. Um, you What's know, the tagline? I,
2: the, what is it? Was it? A, it was a peaceful film, I guess.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the tagline was for it. What was it? Or are you just asking me? <laughs>
1: no, uh, no, I really am asking. I'm I really don't remember.
0: Curious. It's, uh, it's, uh, you want to see uh, Matthew McConaughey naked? That's the tagline.
1: <laughs> so, so it's Magic Mike with better features?
0: Uh, you know, I just tuned that scene out. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even remember what <laughs> happened about that. But, um, so. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's definitely. It probably wasn't worth going to see in the, the theater. But uh, you know, I mean, I, en- I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, you
1: know, you you totally forgot. Wait, th- so this year, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break the continuity. But the but Serenity wasn't Serenity, wasn't it? Build to be something like really awesome. Hmm. Yeah, and it, and it kind of, people were finding themselves walking out of the theater, sort of checking those expectations a little bit.
0: Well, you know, one is, every time I mention I saw Serenity, you know, the first thing all my nerd friends said.
1: Did they make a movie out of that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that movie came out 10 years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Firefly. Uh, is
1: Joss Whedon active
0: again? Oh my god! Yeah, right. It's, oh, it's a sequel. to <laughs> like no. Oh, god. But uh, no, I mean, it, you know, it was okay. I, I don't want to say too much because it, it, it probably will ruin the experience for people. But uh, it was uh it was okay. It was worth watching to a certain degree. So, but um, I'm gonna we're gonna do another pop quiz. Okay. What is Which does Avengers in end game? Captain Marvel, Aladdin, Toy Story, uh, Dark Phoenix, The Lion King, Dumbo, Spider Man Far From Home, Star Wars, uh, Episode 9, all have in common. Two as well. And Toy Story.
1: And Toy Story. They're all expected to make a bunch of money at the box office.
0: Mm, that's pretty good. What about they're you? All, well, they're well,
1: all scored by Bear McCreary.
0: No. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> what about you? What do they all have in common? It's it's pretty obvious. Um they're all movies. They're
1: all done by Disney.
0: There you <laughs> go. That is it.
1: Ooh, it took me a second.
0: Even though Dark Phoenix was kind of is Fox, but you know, they own Fox now. Um, but yes, those are all Disney films. Damn. And yeah, I mean th- those are the most anticipated movies of the year. Definitely, uh, I think Star Wars is gonna make have a bounce back uh with this new film. Uh that's not based on anything but me just thinking they will. Uh and uh so between Avengers Endgame and as well as uh Star Wars, uh, episode nine, those are you know, those are going to be the big ones, and you know, Captain Marvel will make a lot of movie money, money. but then you have St- Toy Story 4, Frozen 2, Dumbo, and the Lion King as well. So, um, let's start off with Aladdin of all places, uh, uh. Sorry, I got a text at the same time Uh, Those memes just
1: write themselves By the way
0: Yeah. What do you guys think about Blue uh, Blue Will Smith Let me see if I can pull up Blue Will Smith uh, While we're talking Please
1: please pull up the meme of the Blue Men You know, the Blue Men band Please pull up that meme of them asking him What he's doing
0: There you go Will Smith, <laughs> Blue Man Group. I mean, I haven't seen this
1: one. <clears throat> this the-
0: be the first time. All right. Let me. Okay. So I would say that. What do you, what do you think about? Oh,
1: okay. So you know what? When I first saw it, I actually thought it was a joke. I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I actually feel kind of bad about thinking that. But I really thought it was somebody's joke, like a Photoshop joke. And then, when I found out that it was, no, this is what it really is, i I don't know. it sort of started to grow on me a little bit. I, I don't know if it's as bad as people think it is. really? I don't know. I don't know. i I, I, I wish that they hadn't done it that way, though. I mean it, uh, it it seems like the weirdest choice to do personally. why not just leave will Smith Will Smith? Yeah. I, I, I don't really understand the choice of making him into a giant Smurf. That didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, that, to me, it, oh, God. To me, that's crazy.
1: It's it, You know, it's funny because you know how in Beauty and the Beast, when they did the real-life adaptation for it, the movie? hmm <clears throat> I feel like they did a really good job of not making the Beast so... Super anime ish, you know, like they, they did a good job with it. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but they did a pretty good job with it. But here I feel like, Oh, why are they trying to create a cartoon out of real life? (laughs) Like I don't, I don't, I, I know there must be some, somebody must've had this great idea and said, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is going to be great. But I don't understand how that came about. Do you guys know?
0: No idea no clue no idea that this is uh he looks is this the one when you're a rapper but really want to join the blue man group <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious yeah he looks goofy he looks goofy as hell on there
1: man
0: i don't know man
1: and and the thing is he's not even Robin Williams, right? I mean, I could almost see if it was Robin Williams, it almost might work, but no. No.
0: Yeah, this is He looks creepy.
1: He does. He does. Although, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not bad. I don't feel like it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not the the, you know, I wouldn't not see the movie just because of it, but it is it's just such an odd artistic choice.
0: Yeah, because everything else in the movie, I mean, like from the trailers and stuff. Yeah. Good. I mean, you know, it looks I mean, of course it's gonna be well done because you know
1: even the costuming looks really nice, you know, which I was sort of worried about. It sort of made me uh a little nervous that they were gonna do something super weird with them, but even the costumes look nice. Mm. So why they chose to do Will Smith that way, I don't know.
0: I have no idea either. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, that was Maybe horrible.
1: maybe maybe they just really don't like Will Smith at all. And so they were like, you know, the only way to really torture this guy enough in our opinion is to make him sit in makeup for 6 to 8 hours a day. <laughs> and that'll teach him.
0: Oh yeah, and give him all that money too to go along with it.
1: Uh, I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I didn't, was- say, you know?
1: I didn't say they were smart about it. I just said, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what do you guys think about um, uh, the Lion King, I, uh, which looks like it's a, almost a shot-for-shot shot remake, live-action.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about it, Olaf? Um,
2: I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I hadn't seen it, or I've seen previews for it, but yeah. See I guess be what? All right. Yeah.
1: When they did the jungle book, right? They <laughs> I, I liked the jungle book. I thought that was good. I, I feel I feel like they did a good job. But then when Netflix did it, it was terrible. So I guess it could go either way.
2: I guess it really depends on who does it and how bad they how, how much they decide they want to change. Yeah. How much how much how much how much do they want to change it from the original? Or because add it or add to it to make it better. They think know. you know
1: the the animal shots in the Jungle Book that that really worked. I mean, not that of course you didn't always know that you were watching CGI. It's hard not to feel that, but it really <laughs> wait, did work.
2: Wait, the Jungle Book was CGI characters, CGI animals. <laughs> oh my god, really?
1: Sorry, Olaf. Did I spoil something for you? I'm so sorry.
2: It's like yeah, well yeah, uh, well that's all right. It's actually dead.
1: Baloo wasn't really Baloo, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, really, the, the, especially the wolf scenes, they were actually really, I liked them. I thought that they were really well done. So if they do something like that, you know, CGI has come such a long way. Just right. the ability to put things in motion in a scene, uh, is, it's just come so far that I have a lot of faith that they could do something awesome with the Lion King. And if it's really shot for shot, I don't see how they can go wrong. Uh, the Lion King is such an excellent it's just such a good story by itself.
0: Yeah, but shot for shot though, that's I don't like that because I mean I've seen that movie. So I wanna see I don't I'm not a big fan of ports. You know, like where they kind of just port over the movie. Like I wanna see like uh I don't know, like another interpretation of it, not just the same thing.
1: See, that's funny. Uh, although, I mean, we were just sort of talking about something similar in our in-between time. <clears throat> it's funny because half of the people, I think, really like the don't mess with a classic view of things. Mm-hmm. And then other people like a little uh, adaptation flair to it because you don't want to watch the same exact movie. But that uh, the the Lion King, uh, I hate to break it to everybody, but the Lion King came out a long time ago. So there's a whole two generations of people that have never even seen The Lion King or have only, you know, seen little clips of it or maybe not even seen the whole movie or who knows. <clears throat> and so for those people, you know, maybe bigger and better is is sort of like their first peek at what this is all about. I don't know, It's hard to, it's hard to say though, because again, it's just going to depend so much on what kind of quality they decide to put into it if it's done really well maybe maybe feeling like it's the same story but being wowed by what they've done movie wise will will make it feel like because they didn't really change the jungle book that much do you know what i mean right and it was still really good so i don't know
0: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I guess you can't. That's a safe way to go, I think, is doing it. But then it's a lot of money, so I don't blame them. Um, uh, Also, Dumbo. Uh, Dumbo is uh, coming out, which is uh, I mean, they're doing a lot of these in the same year. Calendar year. Uh, Dumbo and the Lion King and Aladdin, you know. But um, yeah. So what do you think about Dumbo?
1: Well, of of all the ridiculous storylines, that one has got to confuse me the most. Uh, and I don't mean the story confuses me. I mean it confuses me why people really want to go see it. But wow, there is a hardcore fan base out there that want to see the flying elephant. It's it is it it. I, I mean, I, I'm actually taken aback by how many people really want to go see that movie.
0: Well, you know the you know what I wish they would have done instead of Dumbo is where the, I wish they did the story in which Dumbo is is somewhat taken from, which is the real the true life story of Jumbo ele- the elephant. Oh um, right, which is a great story. It's a it's a I mean, it's sad as well, but it's a wonderful story that, that intersects a lot of really interesting characters from uh, from um, uh, history, uh, and uh, that to me. I would have rather seen like a really good um a very you know a really good um movie done with that material but I can understand Dumbo was probably a, a lot easier to sell so <laughs> the flying elephant right so <laughs> but uh yeah but you know I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money and it's going to do well or you know what uh who knows maybe maybe not uh we'll see because uh, remember, they thought Mary Poppins was a, sh- a sure, you know, a uh, smash, and it really didn't do as well as they thought it would.
1: <clears throat> See, that's why I think that it really depends on how well the movie is made. <clears throat> it's not always just the content, <clears throat> because there is this thing where, <clears throat> and that's why, like you said, it's a little bit uh, perplexing about why they have so many Disney movies coming out in the same year. Well, no, I should preface that. It's not Disney movies because basically now the whole universe is Disney. It's why are they doing so many Disney classics right. as as live action remakes? And the only thing that, I, that, that sort of worries me about this is that people get super fatigued <clears throat> by seeing the same thing over and over again. And that does sort of make me think that maybe there's not quite enough bandwidth in movie theaters for all of this to happen. But maybe they're banking on you know, uh, DVD sale, straight, uh, DVR, pay, you know, the pay for play stuff, pay for play. Oh my God. I've been watching too many politics shows. Uh, the the straight, you know, pay per view shows, maybe that's sort of where they're going with it.
0: Yeah. They use her friendly aspects of the business, right? Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's honestly, I mean, there's gotta be marketing behind this and, it it does seem pretty astounding that they would release so many in one year without having some kind of uh forecast model behind it that said, okay, you know, we can stand to a, aff- we can lose this much and still be okay. And maybe it's better to do it this way. Maybe the licenses were going to run out. I don't know. I, I am sort of reaching for stuff. I'm not really positive.
0: No, no, I see you. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, I don't know we, we'll keep our eye on it, but I I think that uh, you know they're trying to you know they're trying to rake in those those dollars. They need to make up for uh, what what was their flops? John she... Carter and Mars. Oh yeah, right. I think they made up for that mm-hmm. <laughs> with a couple of those Aven, uh, Avenger movies. But um, yeah, I guess that's what it is. But you know they 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 got an ATM machine and they just print out cash.
1: It's true, right? I, I mean, the, I, you know, what's kind of scary, though, <clears throat> not scary, like, you know, horror movie scary, but scary in the sense of intellectual property scary. <clears throat> we see what Disney Disney has because Disney has now acquired Marvel. We see what an influence that had on Netflix and Netflix just announced that they are no longer going to do Jessica Jones or the Punisher for any further seasons, which leaves zero Netflix uh marvel pieces to be done and they still have the license for it for a little while so it i there's when these big companies come in and do this kind of stuff it's it's it sort of makes me uneasy because that's when it feels like we end up getting stagnant with content and i don't know maybe it's been building for a long time
0: but no you're right 100 percent right um okay so Look, I as a kid was a huge Godzilla fan. I saw all the movies. Couldn't wait for those Godzilla marathons. And in two thousand, uh, Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin uh, made a terrible film <laughs> uh, using Godzilla. And then, oh God,
1: that was awful.
0: <laughs> and a couple of years ago, uh, um, they made a Godzilla film. I think it was like two thousand. Was it fourteen? Was it? Uh, when they made the Godzilla, the let me so I won't be talking out my butt.
1: Oh, that was a terrible one too. Um, in two
0: thousand, where is it?
1: And so was Cloverfield uh, pretending to be Godzilla.
0: Yeah, it was two thousand fourteen. Uh, there was a uh, there was a Godzilla film done by Gareth Air- Edwards, who also you may not know this. Gareth Edwards, um, did Rogue One, uh, Star Ooh. Wars.
1: I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I was not in love with the Godzilla film from 2014. Uh, Now, Skull Island was a better movie than than the Godzilla. And I say better, like very, I mean, it was, if I had a gun in my head, I would probably watch Skull Island and I'm not a King Kong fan.
1: It was a better done movie. It was a better written movie.
0: And it was m- more entertaining. It was it was much more entertaining.
2: Yeah, it was uh, that one was good. Skull. I didn't actually see Skull Island. That was. But
1: didn't that, that have it. Samuel L. Jackson in it? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. See, yeah. I mean,
1: I, I feel like you can make up for a lot of bad writing by just putting Samuel L. Jackson in anything.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, there you go. So, so that movie actually got me interested in the MonsterVerse. And uh <laughs> this year, 2019, May 31st, I will be there to watch this uh Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is a great title. And this is Godzilla going down. He's getting down. He's fighting Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah, or some people say King Ghidorah. It's Ghidorah. Uh, yeah, Ghidorah. Um, you know the three-headed monster, uh, known as uh, King Ghidorah. Um, honestly, he could have been the only villain. I mean, I, I hope. You know, I find it interesting though that he—they're using all of those in this one movie. Uh, didn't
1: they? Wait, didn't it? Didn't wasn't there a Godzilla movie where it was Godzilla, Mothra, and another against Ghidorah?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah there
1: was right. Yeah, that's right. Okay.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. The twins
1: um, called I I remember that. That's
0: right. Yes. And it looks pretty cool. It has uh uh Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things and in her big uh big screen debut.
1: Who uh, did the VFX? Uh
0: you know, I don't know. It's a great question that I'm not prepared to answer. So oh sorry Uh, we should have
1: coordinated this before the show
0: right Right. um some really good people do it (laughs) they're they're amazing these people uh but um so this is all to set up the king kong versus godzilla film that's coming out and uh you know i'm looking forward to this movie i mean it's going to either be i think it's going to either be awesome the previews look great but the previews always look great or it's going to be like oh god <laughs> you know
2: so yeah, uh sometimes the best part of the movie is the uh, preview and tra- the trailer
0: the <laughs> trailer right 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 the trailer was when the trailer came out i was like they you gonna know, suck me in like i, I really want to see it like you know cuz i it, it reminds me of my childhood you know i was a huge like i said oh I was, did you
1: did you grow up with
0: monsters? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, King Ghidorah would come. <laughs> in my neighborhood all the time. We had to shoot him. Uh, so I, I definitely can relate to that. No, no, it's Godzilla. Godzilla, like I was, I'm telling you, Godzilla, I was a huge Godzilla fan. Um, you know, there were some Godzillas where he actually, or he or she, because the gender changes. Um, I think it's mainly Godzilla is known as female in most. Uh, films. Uh, Godzilla had a child in some. Uh, Godzilla spoke in one. Oh, God. This-
1: oh, no. No, yeah. we shouldn't talk about that. I don't think that's canon.
0: Right. <laughs> and Godzilla has a dance. Believe it or not, I'm talking about old school Godzilla actually has a dance. Yep. Um, let me see if I, I'm going to you know, I'm about to delight you guys by finding the Godzilla dance. Are are you going to, you know, do the Godzilla dance for us? You know what? If the movie is good, I'm going to say this. If the movie's good, I will do the Godzilla dance. That's the Godzilla dance, (laughs) y'all. That's
1: so epic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like you know, Godzilla's getting it too. Look, look at Godzilla, God, Godzilla. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to this movie. It's going to either be awesome or we won't even talk about it. <laughs> so,
1: so uh, I'll, I'm going to betray sort of <clears throat> how old I really am by saying that um, when I was younger, <clears throat> there was this movie theater that was not too far away from where we lived, and on Sundays you could go in and there would be a matinee and it was a double feature. And every Sunday was basically creature feature. So every Sunday it was some Ray Harryhausen movie or a Godzilla flick or one of the monsters creatures from the creature from the Black Lagoon or uh, the Invisible Man. I think they deemed was too inappropriate for children. I don't know why. Um, Mm. But but there was always something like that. And it was a double feature that was like so I grew up basically every Sunday watching the monster movies inside of the theater. And it was such a huge experience. So anytime I feel like that's one of the reasons that I keep getting so excited about the Cloverfield movies, even when they are disappointing, I'm, I'm still so excited to see them because it's, they're still celebrating the monsters and it still always feels like, Ooh, maybe this time it'll be good. So I'm with you. I'm super excited to see it. I I
0: I, I
2: can I can tell you why they wouldn't show the invisible man. Why? And thought it was inappropriate for kids. Well you got a man walking around naked all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I mean
0: you couldn't see him but he was he was he was was naked. Think of the
1: think of the children.
0: You know, a movie just as a sidebar that I actually really enjoyed, and I know a lot of people didn't like it, was Memoirs of an Invisible Man. I thought that was a, a really good movie. I actually I
1: didn't see that yet.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. I, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't see it because <laughs> I, I believe that was uh, John Carpenter. That was a John. Carpenter.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was John Carpenter. It's one of the few John Carpenters that I haven't seen.
0: All right. So, um moving right along now, I know this next film that uh that we're going to talk about uh that's coming out. Uh let's just say Olaf can relate to this one.
1: <laughs> Are there guns?
0: <laughs> yes. Olaf is probably the base. He's probably the character is probably based on Olaf. <laughs> And he will probably beat me in line to the to see this film, and that's John Wick Chapter Three. Ooh,
1: yeah! Yay, John Wick!
0: Parabellum. I didn't even know that part was in the story. Parabellum. Uh, so oh, that's May seventeenth. Oh, that's coming pretty, pretty, pretty fast. So I'm look, John Wick, who is the most accurate (laughs) gunman (laughs) of all time. He could be running, you know, in a catacomb in pitch, you know, uh, dark, but he sure will get that headshot all the time. He's going to always, except for when it's the villain that he's actually after uh, before the end, then that's when he can't shoot. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but you gotta yeah. love it. It's a great yeah, movie.
2: Running through the catacombs, pitch black, doing cartwheels, and he <laughs> you in the head. Yeah,
0: I, I love it. They just said in the second one, they said, "Look, you know, if they look, we're gonna just do it." <laughs> you know, like it you ain't, know, it don't need I, to make sense no more.
1: You know, the moment, the moment in the second one when they had the the scene with the mirrors. Mm
0: -hmm. i
1: i I could watch that scene a thousand times and never be bored that is uh, that is so good that is so good and for no good reason it's just good
2: just good yeah well time you with all the mirrors there every time you watch it it's a different you get a different point of yeah
0: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, <I don't>, um, <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. But yeah, looking forward to the film. Uh disappointed that uh that uh common is not gonna be in it. Um, you know, I it seemed like they were pretty solidly um, you know, setting him up for the third film. And uh for some reason um they didn't um and, and he said it wasn't that he didn't want to do it or something, it's just Decided to go a different, different way. So, but um, Halle Berry is going to be in it.
2: What what you're saying is they just couldn't come to common ground.
0: They (laughs) did pretty much, yeah. Because he said he said he wanted to do it. So,
1: is Ian McShane is back?
0: Yeah. Oh, he had to be in it, right? So, yeah. You know,
1: it's really it's really hard in the year that American Gods comes back to TV to know that ian mcshane will also be in john wick because i have a really difficult time separating him as odin in american gods whenever i see him now in almost any other role now (laughs) i just automatically assume oh wow check it out they're all hanging out with odin this is awesome
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, funny now this next film and we're not gonna do every movie we just want to focus on some and then maybe later we'll go more into it because i mean there's films like zombie land part two and then there's movies like um the, the terminator dark Fate* and rocket man and stuff like that we can go on and on but we just wanted to highlight some films so people can say hey you didn't talk about hobson shaw or whatever We <laughs> d- talk about. eventually we'll probably get back to it but i just wanted to highlight some films um Pet Cemetery, okay. Do y'all remember Pet Cemetery, the original? Uh, yes, oh, yeah, yes, okay. That movie was creepy as hell. Mm. The uh, the material is based on is very good as well. And I couldn't, I didn't think you could get any better than that one, especially with Fred Gwynn, you know, (laughs) in the original. Um, but this, I don't know, this one looks pretty, pretty awesome. I, I'm looking forward to seeing this, man. It, it is a great cast. Um, oh,
1: this is another one, Kinte. This is another one where they gender swapped the person who dies.
0: Right. And
1: and this is, and it created such a, wow, the Twitterverse went sort of off its rails because of it. But, <clears throat> I I, you know, <clears throat> it's sorry, excuse me. One of the things that is the most interesting about doing an adaptation is an adaptation is an adaptation. They're not doing an adaptation of Pet Cemetery the movie. They're doing an adaptation of Pet Cemetery the book. Right. So anything that you come up with from Pet Cemetery the original material, which there's a lot of darker stuff that's even left out of the 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 movie itself. I don't. I feel like you can't go wrong.
0: Right. No. No. You can't go wrong. Not at all. Um. Th- what a great cast though. You got Jason Clark. Can I take a moment? And he's in that that film. Um, okay, he's in the film. Jason Clark. Are, do you guys know Jason Clark? Ooh, mm-hmm. this is Jason Clark. He, yeah, he, he was on the show back in the day called uh, The Brotherhood. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's in a lot of movies, right? He's an Australian actor, or whatever. Great actor, and he he's in um, the movie Serenity. He plays the most glorious asshole of. Ever in this way. <laughs> like, this guy is like, as holy times 110. Just, you know, it's like, you know how movies try to set you up to not like a character, right? Yeah. This, they, it's like, they want you to hate this motherfucker so, so bad. Like, you know, he says everything that I don't think a sentence comes out of his mouth that he shouldn't get slapped for. You're, yeah. you're.
1: Are you talking about Serenity, or you're talking about Pet no, Cemetery?
0: Uh, no, I haven't seen Pet Cemetery. hasn't come out yet. I'm just saying in Serenity. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to point out the reason why I'm doing this is Jason Clark, since the Brotherhood, has really been on a roll with just wonderful parts. You know, he's a he's a terrific actor. He's been in a, a lot of really good stuff.
1: And he plays uh, the dad, right? Uh,
0: yes, 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 yes. And he, yeah, he's been around for a long time. Who plays uh,
1: Pascal? Do we know?
0: Um, I'll get Me. to that in a second. Um but yeah, he's in like just just really good movie at the good movie. Uh he's a terrific uh actor. And um and I just wanted to point that out. Uh okay, so you were asking uh what were you asking?
1: Who plays Pascal?
0: Well, let's find out. Me, we're gonna find out who's playing. Well, wow, you,
1: uh, Olaf. I, <laughs> wow, that's that's <laughs> revealing.
0: Uh, don't see. Oh, here it is. Uh, oh, by ba- Ahmed. I don't know this guy, or do I know this guy? Um, ooh, me good
1: see. choice.
0: Yeah, I haven't. Uh, Seeing this, I, he doesn't look familiar to me, but uh,
1: he's got a good look for that role.
0: Thank you. I worked hard on that.
2: <laughs> so, this is I had, a, get, I had to get really in touch with my dark side,
0: but I did it. <laughs> but that was playing, uh, oh, it, says then, it right here. I, I went right over it. And then uh, John,
1: John Lithgow is, uh, is what's his name? Yes, guy across the street.
0: Oh yeah. John Lithgow. You know, that guy that guy can roll out the bed and just
1: He's he he has such a range. Like uh, so I never would have believed that John Lithgow could ever scare me. Ooh. But I watched, God, what did I watch? The one uh where he's like he he has a brother and he like he plays himself and his brother and it was raising co- Kane. oh raising Cain. thank you. Oh my god, that was so scary. Yeah.
0: I always use that line too. The cat's in the bag and the bag is in the river. <laughs> <laughs> always, so, if you hear me say that, I'm basically making a raisin cane.
1: Uh, he, he's awesome. <laughs> I, I really like him a lot. I do. Oh,
0: I, yeah. And then him on Dexter. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, yeah. And on Dexter. That's right.
0: Yeah. He that's right. That's right. He was amazing. Well, if,
2: if if that's if that's the case, if the cat's in the bag, the bag's in the rear. But that means Zach the whale's don't come and get it.
0: <laughs> All roads. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: All so, roads. Uh-huh.
1: I, I I have to ask something. I I and I just because I don't want to run out of time before we have a chance to at least talk about uh, Captain Marvel and uh, and Avengers Endgame. So. Uh, you know something that that sort of makes me. Oh wait, before I forget, Stephen King actually commented on the Pet Cemetery. Said that he saw the advanced copy of it. He mm-hmm. he actually saw the screener copy of it, and he said that it was scary and it scared him. He felt like it was scary enough to scare him. So, I, wow. you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that was hyperbole on his part. I don't know. But it, but I take I take a lot of what Stephen King says as uh you know if if he's willing to say it usually it's like off the cuff. So I, I feel like that was a good compliment for the movie to get.
0: hmm <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. If, yeah if he care, won't talk he, bad he, about movies that is based on his uh stuff. So
1: no but but he could have he could have just simply said something much less than what he did say, which I feel like bodes well. You
0: no know, what what I'm trying to say is he does give good he gives he doesn't just say, "Oh, because it's based on his stuff," and he has, he'll, he will actually give his opinion, right, about, about it. So,
1: which I feel like he did with needful things, mm-hmm. and it wasn't all that phenomenal. So,
0: yeah. Mm. Okay, so the last film we're gonna talk about, because remember we, we can't get to everything. I, I feel like Avengers Endgame, when that gets closer, we'll probably talk about it a lot more. So I don't think that we don't need to address it. Right
1: okay, now. okay.
0: Same with Star Wars as well. Um, but uh
1: makes me I, sad.
0: oh, we'll talk about it. we're gonna believe me, we can't we won't be able to escape the that. Uh so let's talk about um uh oh this is dang, this is coming out really quick. I didn't realize how soon it was coming out um, um Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, Captain Marvel's coming out right around the corner.
0: Yeah, so um wait, I just I had it on the screen, um uh, March, what was it? March 8th. So, uh Jude Law, the Pope, uh will be in it as well as uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel L. Jackson and, and of course starring Brie Larson. So, are you looking forward to it? I am. That's what we're I- looking
1: of all the of all of the of all of the Marvel uh Avenger and just backstory stuff, uh Captain Marvel and well, I guess I'm just gonna say Captain Marvel. <coughs> excuse me, is one of my favorites i it, It's such a well done storyline altogether. There's so many interesting uh, tie off points, tie in points um as a character. Captain Marvel is always written so excellently. So uh, they've got some awesome source material to work with. I I feel like they can't go wrong here.
0: Mm. Um, Oh, I didn't... I'm sorry. I wasn't even in the chat room. Uh, Arteeth wanted to know uh, what's the best movie for this year. I mean, it's pretty early. But um, I'm gonna go back to to, um, Captain Marvel in a second. And he said, have we seen Saw a movie called Pear. I have not.
1: I, I haven't either, but I did hear about that.
0: Oh, okay. No, nah, I gotta, I gotta check that out. Um, the movie Pear. But uh, yeah, I Captain Marvel. A, you I, go ahead. I, I I heard Pear
2: was a real peach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, um, um, Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Obviously, the way they got it set up, is she's gonna be probably well, she's gonna be. Would help save the day as far as the avengers is going um and uh you know she's a very powerful character uh, in well, way right, uh uh-huh.
1: right we we just just to set things up properly right this the the captain marvel story is the story before mm-hmm. uh infinity war right so that's how uh that's how um he has his it- up- that's right. That's how Nick has that little communicator to get in touch with her, right, Yeah.
0: Just all just right. making
1: sure everybody knows that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 definitely. Um, for the those out there. But um, you know, it's gonna definitely tie in to the uh, end game. So so looking forward to uh, how how that all shakes out. but um no, no, it looks it looks good. Uh, I, I, it looks I feel good. like
1: Captain Marvel is the perfect. <clears throat> is the perfect uh transition uh, movie to have as we uh, sort of end Captain America mm-hmm. or transition Captain America maybe to something else because uh because the in the Marvel universe, there's not a whole lot that feels as as powerfully aligned good as the two of them they they definitely they definitely feel like they are aligned the best. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. No, no, it does. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people who are not comic book fans are going to definitely, they're going to, because I don't know that people really uh, know about her backstory very well, like they do about some of the other characters. So, yeah, that's true. This will be definitely different.
1: Well, also, also, because she's, because. Well, because that story, because the Captain Marvel story is because it's told from a slightly different perspective because um, because of where she comes from and because of just sort of the interactions that happen, they don't they don't feel quite as interconnected. I think that's why that story is a little bit harder to bring into the fold. Mm -hmm. So I am really glad that they're going to that they're going to launch that one before they launch um, Endgame. Because it, it, I feel like it would be. I, I could see them doing it the other way around, but I'm glad that they're doing it this way.
0: Yeah, looking forward to checking that out. Um, all right. So before we transition to just talk a little television, um, I wanted to talk about the uh, box office this this week. Uh-oh, let me drag this over so people can see what I'm looking at.
1: Um, let me guess, Aquaman's still number
0: one. Uh, no, darn it. All right, here we go. So, the, here's the top 10. Number 10, we have the Green Book or Green Book. Uh, number nine, we have Prodigy. Eight is Glass. Seven is The Upside. Six is Cold Pursuit. Five is Happy Death Day to You. Uh, four, What Women. I'm sorry, What Men Want. <laughs> that's the other film. Three, Isn't It Romantic? And two, is The Lego Movie 2, the second part. And number one is uh, is Alita Battle Angel, which uh, pulled in $37 million. Uh That's very low compared to what they had hoped. Yeah. Yeah, so that is the, the the top films uh in aquaman though it is is no longer in the top 10 but you know it's it did very well it's, yeah this run i mean and and, and spidey verse too yeah uh, yeah it was it was a big hit uh glass uh,
1: you know just by way of a little bit of uh uh anecdote there were people asking out here there were people asking at my local target if they could pre-order copy, copies of uh, of the Spider-Man movie, uh, that was crazy. Like I've never seen that before.
0: Yeah that yeah that's bananas.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, I it's funny though. Of all those movies in the top ten, I've only seen, I've only seen Glass.
1: That's all I've seen too.
0: Yeah, and I haven't seen Aquaman yet.
1: <laughs> you didn't see Aquaman?
0: No, actually, I'm looking at this in the top twenty. Wow. Bohemian Rhapsody and and I just seen that and Glass are the only movies I've seen. Man, you gotta go down. Man, I ain't really seen none this year,
1: huh? <laughs> oh, that's because wow. that's because there's no more movie pass
0: yeah that makes a big difference right it definitely makes a big difference so yeah no yeah i didn't even think about that yeah so that's uh and let, let's real quick to see what's coming out um what is this weekend uh this weekend uh, uh, it's the 20th so we're looking at the 22nd you have how to train your dragon uh and you have run the race are the next films coming out this weekend. So I,
1: I would go see How to Train Your Dragon.
0: Oh, you take the kids?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just take myself and pretend I have kids.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go see the How to Train Your Dragon. I like the first ones. So I like them every once in a while.
1: They're, they're, really, they're actually really fun movies.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. Good. yeah. <laughs> okay. So now that we are out of that, we'll stop sharing there. Um, I wanted to before we move on. I know both of you guys haven't seen this season of True Detective, have you? No.
1: I'm I'm almost caught up. I'm about halfway through now.
0: Okay. You I'm, see, I'm, I'm pretty blown how,
1: away. Do <laughs> you
0: see why I want? I now wish that we yes. Uh, did a show on it. Yeah. Um, if you can watch the finale, we will at least cover the finale. Oh, okay. But um, Olaf, if you want to if you want to um, just do yourself a favor, watch, you don't have to have seen seasons one and two. They're all, each season is self-contained.
1: Yeah, they're very independent.
0: Right, okay. so you, you, you don't have to see it. Season 3 of true detective is like the best thing right now on television to me
1: and and you know and it 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 honestly i didn't think it was possible to be better than season 1 and maybe it's not better but it is on par with season 1
0: it is <laughs> it is remarkable first of all i mean um mahershala ali he, if he doesn't get the Emmy for his performance, I mean, I can't think of a more deserving, I, I mean, it definitely needs to be a nominated, but his performance is outstanding. Yeah. He plays his character in three different time zones, i mean time zones, <laughs> three different um, time periods, uh, one in 80, one in 90 and one in 2015. So he plays a, he plays And if you don't know who Mahershala Ali is, it's this brother right here. Um, let me see if I can pull up this guy right here. It's Mahershala Ali. This dude is killing it. Um, and then he plays the old. This is the old him. Um, his performance is so nuanced and so well done. And I mean, the, first of all, the dialogue is amazing, and and all of that. But he just every scene he he steals every scene. Not saying anything. Like, I mean, the guy is just—he's a—he's w- definitely one of the best actors working today.
1: And he ages himself so well. Oh yeah.
0: All those—all those just like good. little
1: subtle. But you're right. The makeup is one thing for sure, but <clears throat> he's got all these like little subtle, uh, ticks movements. It is acting, yeah, and it's so. It's, it's so subtle that, like, unless somebody really points it out to you, you probably wouldn't notice, but they're so well done. And they're exactly what you would imagine as every decade goes by. You just sort of pick up a couple of new things, and it's just so well done. It's,
0: a, it's an acting class. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: and uh, it's not too hard when you do the aging thing, you know, as you get older. In other words, the older you get, the, the harder it is for you to move. <laughs> so You start walking slower And you can't quite And you, you, you bone and groan more when you bend over And things said, nah,
0: <laughs> And uh, also I don't know if you guys Seen uh, I, know you, I see Steph in the, in the Chat as well um, She said season 3 is better than season 1 Yeah 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 we're on the same page um, Also I don't know if you guys have Ever seen the movie Blade um, But the villain from Blade was Played by Stephen Dorff who is his partner in this season? i will be honest with you, I ain't never seen him good in anything until this. <laughs> like I, I didn't, I didn't think of him as like a really good actor. Wow. Uh, so he must have taken some acting classes or something because he's a really good. Uh, I mean, he's very good. I think he should be nominated as well because uh, his performance as his partner is spot on. Just really good, very good work. Uh, I really wish we had covered this show. Uh, I don't even know why I, why we didn't. Um I blame myself, but it, it's it's so good. And and one thing I noticed one thing, and I think you'll you notice this too, and you can see it in the other two seasons, is he's obviously a David Lynch uh fan, or yeah, or in, he's been inspired by David Lynch because yeah, you see like David Lynch type stuff all through, you know, in yep. the, and especially this last episode uh the penultimate episode episode 7 uh, which I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it cuz I don't I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to ruin it but the penultimate episode the I mean the score first of all was out of this world uh you know I mean everything they just the transitions was great the you know just at the, and the way it ended and it ended with your boy uh well, maybe I shouldn't say that. But uh, your boy uh, is making an appearance on the show. Uh, um, oh, God, what's his name? He played Merle on The Walking Dead. Oh, um, uh, Rooker. Michael yeah, Michael Rooker. Rooker. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just the voice uh, in this episode, but it was pretty obvious that's Michael Rooker's voice uh, going forward, playing a, a pivotal character. But if anyone hasn't seen this who maybe – they loved the first season, hated the second season, and like I don't want to see it. You know, see this season. This season, top notch. This it's really like the best. I think it's the best stuff on um, on TV right now for sure. So d- definitely check that out. So I'm glad you saw it. Uh, um, and you know, like I said, if you can, if you watch that finale, we'll definitely cover it.
1: Oh, I, I have. I mean, I have it on HBO on demand, so I can get it. I, I just it took me a little while to catch up.
0: Yes, yeah. Steph is saying yeah. The second season made no sense. Yeah, they no. rushed, they rushed out that second season, and you can see because he took what about three years was it three or four years? Yeah, to do to do to this do the first one, and you can tell like he needed time. And so this is going to yeah. be one of those shows, like kind of like uh, Curb, or like some of these other shows where he's going to have to just you know take some years to put together you know this kind of work.
1: Well, it. I mean, th- definitely, th- this season over last season is. It's not just a vast improvement. It's like a whole totally different show, but the the most striking thing is the dialogue. The dialogue is so well put together in, the, and it's so tight in this season that 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 there are times when I. I always watch TV now with captions on just because I always feel like I might miss something that somebody has said. So I can go back and rewind and see again what someone has said. And sometimes, you know, what's happening in the scene doesn't always line up with the dialogue. And it's so awesome because it feels like there's something there's something happening on screen that you're supposed to be aware. It's just one of those things that's like it makes it makes people who love shows who love that correlation between dialogue and the cinema and the visual narrative, it makes you happy to see that stuff. Like somebody cared enough about the story to put that thought into it.
0: Yeah. And and also his, the, the lady who plays his wife, um, uh, I don't have her name pulled up. She's, she does a remarkable job too. And their relationship, I really love, cause this is like a portrait of a relationship and You know, the ups and downs, you know, when you first meet, how you like each other, you know, and the ups and downs and having kids and all that stuff. And I think that it's so well done. I mean, the way that they did it, it's definitely the best, like, relationship aspect of the three seasons, uh, better than in the first and two seasons, the second season. But uh, and I think that her character is a very well written character and she doesn't just exist as his wife or his girlfriend or whatever
1: right right and
0: she has her own storyline and you know i think she's a very well-developed character and they play very great off of each other in even in happier times as well as times where you know it's not the happiest and uh i think that's well done and and his relationship with uh cyborg his son I don't know if you realize that cyborg from, uh, (laughs) plays his son, uh, Ray Fisher, I believe is his name. Uh, he's good too. He's really good too. He's, he gives a great performance. Yeah. Yeah. She has her own storyline and her vices. Yeah. Very nuanced. So, and, and, oh, and the father too, the, uh, the father, that scene where, well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but there's a scene where the father, um, is Tom is, uh, being, um. Uh, he's being uh, interviewed uh, uh, or interrogated. Oh man, that scene is great because the acting in that scene was like top notch. So yeah, I, I, it's bittersweet that the the finale is uh, this Sunday because I think it's only what eight episodes. So, but definitely is I, watch this watch this. Uh, I'm called in the film, but uh, watch this uh, TV series. So you'll you'll like it, Olaf. It's a. It's very good. True Detective season three. They definitely are back with this one.
1: Yeah, I
2: think he. Oh, I think
1: yeah. he'd like it too.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. So, uh, we'll what 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 mm-hmm. network is that on? Uh, HBO. 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 Yeah, HBO. So, um, okay, so mm-hmm.
1: I I just want to throw one series out there that I feel like has gotten zero love. Okay. I mean, from anybody that I know. It's called Project Blue Book. Remember, I was telling you about this? Yeah,
0: yeah. If you said runway, I was going to be like, what?
1: No, this is is Project Blue Book. And, you know, I I talked to some people who I, I was extolling the virtues of this show and saying how amazing I thought it was. And they thought that I was talking about something that was like, um, Uh, old and stuffy and oh it's probably going to be terrible because i heard it was about you know the 1950s and i was like okay you got you have no idea what you're talking about this is what they do is they they go through the files of what was what the military actually called project blue book right and so there's all of these case files where they tried to come up with explanations for the crazy things that people saw in the skies uh, things that they attributed to aliens things that they and some of it is uh, it's just astounding it's astounding the backstory of the military and what they were really trying to cover up and it's astounding that these two guys who are so mismatched are together and they explain these things in all these little science pieces and it, somehow the show manages to have this really deep character depth to it. Um, you know the guy who played Littlefinger?
0: Yeah. In it, Game of Thrones?
1: He's the lead. He's one of the leads. And his character is so amazing. I, I thought I would be put off by the fact that I'd just be watching Littlefinger run around and, you know, it's not going to be all that great. But the moment that he starts to speak, he, the 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 expressions, the mannerisms, everything about him, just it, it's just tailored for this character. It's just perfect. I, I really highly suggest that you watch it. It's still on. It's on History Channel, um, and it is. Ju- I mean, it's really worth watching.
0: It's, I see. It, it says uh, Mr. X from the X Files, Steven Williams. He was in uh, on Project uh blue book which he was also on um um true Detective season three
1: that's right that's Uh that's part of the reason that i was remembering that there's this little thing yeah but it's i mean it's really good and when we were talking about dialogue Uh one of the things that makes project blue book so excellent Uh is they never try to shoehorn the dialogue it never feels forced. It always feels, and I mean, they're talking about some crazy stuff, right? But it always feels that and also the fact that his wife has her, like, just like in True Detective, has her own very specific storyline that that is, that kind of, it it works in sort of a congruous way with the with the main storyline, but it's so fascinating because she becomes an entity all by herself that is interesting and worth watching. It's not just the one watching these two guys run around try to figure out X Files stuff. It's something so much different than that. So it's not an X Files show. It's it like,
0: is X Files Ripper.
1: It's not it really isn't and and again ju- just the 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 technical uh aspect of the show is is so amazing. I mean they use some really awesome filters to do some great effects, but there's something about the it's the dialogue and the costuming is just great too. I don't know just everything has this sense of excellence to it it's it is it is one of those history drama shows that you know they put a lot of time, a lot of effort and a lot of thought into. So, it's really worth it.
0: Okay. And that was something before I went off to Chicago. Uh I saw the posters and I was like, you know, I want to um check this out. So, uh it'll be even better cuz I can binge watch it. So, yeah, that's it looks pretty good.
1: And it's it's got quite a full uh it's got quite a full compliment for a first series. Yeah history clearly thought it was going to go someplace.
0: That's good. Okay. And it rubber- and, I,
1: and I think it's already been greenlit for season two. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and one last show I want to um, talk about, uh, even though it came out last year, but I, I feel like everybody, people seems to be watching it now. Um, because it was actually a lifetime show. And, uh, it got cancelled from Lifetime and Netflix picked it up and I just completed it and I, I see that a lot of people um seem to be on it now and this is a show called You. Um have you seen that one, Olaf? Uh no, it's like I'm right now I'm
2: in between in between uh, uh places, so my uh, uh TV selection cha- T V channel selection is kind of slim. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, uh, I know that you saw it. (laughs) Uh uh Jen saw it. Uh I guess we're gonna keep I saw it. Yeah, we're gonna keep running into that. Uh if you guys haven't seen the show (laughs) show you it's the show and it's funny because it's like you don't wanna ruin too much of it, but it's a show that
1: so so wait, 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 wait. When when you say that when you say what it's about when you say the tagline right mm-hmm. when you talk about what it what even what it might when you hint what it might be about a lot of people get super turned off and go i'm not watching a show about some crazy stalker but it's so not that don't let anybody tell you that it's just a show about a crazy stalker it's not it mm-hmm. just isn't
2: well then the name of the show is wrong. So it's about a crazy stalker. It should be called you, it should be called me. <laughs>
0: right. Us. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, uh, okay, so the show is about a a guy who meets his girl and he basically starts to stalk her and you're basically following his efforts to get her to fall in love with him. Now I know that sounds like why the hell would you watch? I mean, when people would tell me, <laughs> when people were telling me, I'm like, like I had like Miyosha told me about it and some other I'm not
1: people. watching that show. And
0: I'm like, why the hell would I want to watch that? That sounds like the last thing I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's actually a very good show, even though it was a lifetime show, because Lifetime doesn't have a great track record. Right. Um, but but uh it's a it's no longer uh, a lifetime show. So it's a Netflix show now, but, um, it, it, it it's a very good show. It's very good. Like, you know, it, it's a little soap opery at times. Um, you know, uh, a friend of mine says, uh, it's, a, uh, uh, you know, um, it it gets teen, teenage i guess in a way yeah it sometimes it
1: does sometimes it feels a little cw ish
0: cw ish I mean, right right yeah
1: it's got a little of that going on but but mm-hmm. uh, but the themes are definitely way above cw ish oh yeah uh, In stature they're yes. just they're just way above that
0: yes and it's kind of it's a little frightening uh yeah. in a way because how this person is able to manipulate a lot of situations to put himself in situations. Like, I don't want to say too much because I think too much was probably told to me before I saw it. But uh, just, I'll say this, check it out. It's a really good movie. I just finished it. It was 10 episodes. Uh, I think I was pretty much, one. it took probably about three episodes for me to really invest myself into it. But by the end, you know, I was, pr- I was pretty invested. So, and uh there's going to be a second season, which yep. they announced. So that's pretty good. And uh it's going to be based, uh, this is based on a book by a woman named Caroline Knepps. I think that's how you say her name. And um the, and the name of the first book was called uh You and the second book was called Hidden Bodies. Yep. So, um, Oh, and it looks like it's about the same storyline. So uh,
1: also, also, do yourself a favor after you watch the movie,
0: uh-huh.
1: go and seek out the clips that show you what the show is like without the over dialogue, oh. without the over, uh, without the over narration go and watch the clips okay, and you get that. a brand new fascination for how well these actors really took cues
0: okay I, well send me those uh links I want to see that oh uh,
1: it's so good
0: because I yeah I've finished it so I can't watch it but uh don't let your friend spoil it for you uh, just ch- go ahead and check it out it's really good and uh you know it's a really good cast and the the lead on the show, this guy named Pin Bagley, I've never heard of this guy. He's really good. yes he he he's a he's really good on the show. he's his acting. he really s- sells the show with his performance.
1: yeah, you don't want to root for him, but then you find yourself, yeah, you are rooting for him. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> so sick
0: <laughs> the, the name of his first movie is called The Fluffer. What the hell <laughs> kind of movie is that about? I'm scared, and this this image right here doesn't look like.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, uh, I might have to skip some of his back catalog, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, check that one out. Um, and before I before we go, uh, I see in the chat room, uh, Steph says uh, she's going to watch this movie called The Umbrella Society. I know I I saw the. Uh, let me. Let me uh, pull this up. I know I seen it. I think it's on Netflix, right? Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, Umbrella, uh, the Umbrella Society is actually it's it's based on uh, some uh, graphic novels, right? Uh, And and it's it, it, you know, that's one of those stories that's like that's that's really storytelling done well. The first episode of the Umbrella Academy, it don't uh, you gotta get through it. Society. A society. I'm yeah. sorry, you're right. Or right, right.
0: society, uh, or no, but, it's academy.
1: No, it no, isn't. it's a ca. It's academy. Wait, it's it's uh, the okay. umbrella academy is the place that they is that all the kids actually were mm-hmm. when they first got together. Right? The the show picks up many years later, and then oh. they do tons of flashbacks and lots of uh sort of character exposé. It it, it you know, but you got you got to get through the first episode though. The first episode is a bit slow. It's not there's a lot of narrative stuff to put together in order for you to understand what is going to happen later, because a lot of things that are really important, you have to have explanations for. So yeah, I, I feel like it's important to say, make it through the first episode.
0: Well, our boys in it too, from, uh, from Tom uh, Hopper. Tom Hopper. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to well, check that out. It, it,
2: it takes, it takes a while to see that, the, the, that particular show because you can only watch it on rainy days.
0: You are a fool Uh, So, uh, With that said uh, We're going to wrap the show up Uh, And we're going to start off with uh, Olaf, how can people get you on social media?
2: Well you can stalk me on both Facebook and Twitter at Olaf Barbosa But just don't stalk too close Because I do get nervous And I do have an itchy trigger finger
0: <laughs> All right. And uh what about you, Jen? Uh
1: you can find me on social media at following bliss 1 and uh my website moviesmakethemeal.com. All
0: right. So, um you can get me at kentef on Twitter and also you go to our website indyradio.org that's i n d y radio.org. Uh we will actually be on our regular scheduled night. This was a little different because of some things had to be um, rearranged due to somebody's uh, well-watching expedition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
0: But, uh, you know, we love nature, so that's why we, uh, we, we did it. But uh, we'll be on our normal time, which is Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Uh, you guys have a great and beautiful rest of your week. God bless you. Peace. Thanks for listening.